Well, I didn't think on Valentine's Day I'd be spending it with a bunch of blokes in the studio and my wife is miles away in the house. <laughs> That's pretty normal for you. <laughs> to be fair, it is. Welcome along. This is the Still Parents podcast brought to you in association with Globals Make Some Noise. It is our Valentine's Day episode. So we have released this on Valentine's Day. A bit like the Christmas one, it doesn't mean it could only be listened to on Valentine's Day, but we thought it's a, it's a good time of year to put this out and get back on a, a couple of former guests as well and just talk all things sort of relationship-based. How you still manage and evolve a relationship? Because we've mentioned quite a lot on the show how it can go one of two ways. And so we, we haven't got anyone back on the show tonight who've split up. <laughs> <laughs> have we missed a trick then? Or would that, yeah. would that, would that have been That's weird? another episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So before we move on, I'm Dan. I'm here with Ryan and Matt as usual. How, how are you, James? You okay? Man flu. Oh, you uh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Did I give you that? Because we, we I had probably. a couple of weeks ago. I think we all shared. We spend that much fucking time together. You probably <laughs> yeah. did, yeah. 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 Well, instead of roses, I thought I'd give you some um... man flu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Real, Cheers, Dan. Thanks for that. Uh, oh, you got it as well, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. He caught it from me. I caught it from Ryan. So, yeah. <laughs> who's, who's got it worse then? I don't know. Look at your two body language. Like you probably like man. As soon as she said man flu, the the, fo- the arms got folded. Like. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you don't stop. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm coming out at the end of it. Hopefully, all fingers right. crossed. So. Okay. I know you've had it quite bad as well, haven't you? Yeah, I had the. It was interesting back in the Kelly household because the entire family got took down, and I'm the I'm the only boy who lives in the house. Boy, I'm the only <laughs> guy who lives in the house. <laughs> And I did quite enjoy the fact that I was the last one to get it, but I was the first one to get better. So I've been I've been dying off that for a while. Man flu, load of bollocks, isn't it? Look at you, like you're rubbish. <laughs> no one will ever understand man flu unless they get it. Yeah. How often can't... do you get man flu? Oi, right? no one's like... asked you to talk at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> There's something that we get as women once Here we every go. four weeks. So that voice you heard is Crystal, Crystal Whitehouse, wife of Matt, and she's been into the studio before to do a whole show with us. That link is in the description to this. It was it was a great show. So it's our Valentine's Day episode. We're not we're not we're not doing this on Valentine's Day. This is not a live episode. It's just hopefully you guys right now, Matt and Crystal, do you celebrate Valentine's Day? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That means no. I, I don't think we have in the past. Like, I don't think we make a... a big... I don't like to go out like on Valentine's Day, you know, when everybody's like... Charging the earth. Well, yeah. yeah, and I just don't like that whole... Let's all be lovey-dovey. Yeah. And, and it's not my it's not my thing. Because it's one it's of two ways, isn't it? It's like, well, you've got the whole year, you can do it any day, and then you've got the yeah. other people. It's like, well, and it's, I'd rather yeah. go out like maybe like the weekend after or the weekend before and do it that way. Also joining us tonight, and they've been on before, and I can't actually believe it. It's it's, it's nearly two years ago since Chris first joined us, mm. and he's joining us uh, with his wife Kiri, Chris Watson, and Kiri. How Hi. are you both? Chris, uh, welcome back onto the show, mate. Are you, are you well, buddy? I'm good, yeah. But I saw Ryan yesterday, so I'm bound to have man flu. Kiri, how are you? Welcome onto the Still Parents podcast, Kiri. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, Kiri actually is the world record holder for the person who's had COVID the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, I pass it on to everyone. I'm the like yeah. patient zero. Patient zero, yes. Yeah. So the first time Chris actually joined us on the show was, and you were isolating at the time, and because Kerry, were you expecting still? Were you, I think. Yeah, was, I was pregnant with Sophia. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. How old is Sophia now? 
19 months next week. Wow. That's yeah, it's gone so yeah. quickly. Now, Chris and Curry, they've 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 been through a lot and, and Chris has joined us for two episodes and it's the one where we really sort of got under the fingernails of the the legal side of of everything and I believe that's that's still is that still going on? Still ongoing. Yeah. We, we don't see an end in sight anytime soon. We're no, we're nearly three years. De- so um, Amelia's birthday's on the 5th of April, so yeah. we're not far from her third birthday. Yeah. Um, and straight away, so, yeah. straight away when I said that, I see your, because your, um, we're looking at you on Zoom right now, your, your faces, your demeanour changed straight away because that, I mean, the toil that must have on you as a relationship and your everyday life going, going through that. And I mentioned to Chris when we saw, saw each other last night that I think, you know, there's, there's definitely uh, you due to come back on and uh, if you want and, and, uh, and, and talk more on that because I'm guessing it's nearly two years ago since you first came on. It was a two-part episode. And, and like you say, and for anyone else who's, who's going through things like that, I think it's a really good reference point to hear your, your thoughts on it. So that's, that's for another episode. But for, for Valentine's Day and, and, and a relationship, because how long have you guys been together? It's been nine. Nine years this year. Yeah. Married, we, we've married been for... married three months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yay, recently married. How are you finding yeah. it? <laughs> no one answers. What a wedding that was, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, yeah that was a great, par- well. a great party in the evening, wasn't it? Yeah, right. I love that. It was wicked. Yeah, it was good, man. We were the only ones on the dance floor for a while, weren't we? <laughs> weren't we? <laughs> Loved it. Who, you and Matt? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just get straight into it with this because, I, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. And I'm just putting it bluntly. How, how have you managed to keep your relationship and you know, plan a wedding and, and move on with your lives together with Sophia after the loss of Amelia? It's kind of strange, right? Like when we lost Amelia, I feel like Chris and I were the closest we've ever been. And I think a lot of that was because we were the only ones who who knew what each other were going through. And in a way, like it did actually, I would say, made us stronger as a couple. And then we, I mean, we got pregnant six months after we lost Amina, so it was it was really soon after in the grand scheme of things, although it felt like a lifetime. And so I think we were just like both up, you know, at that, at that moment in time, we were both in, kind of going towards the same direction, which we always have been as a couple, but it uh-huh. was just a different level. I can't I can't really explain it. Just we just had this connection that I just never I didn't have with anyone else, and I and I, I won't speak for Chris, but that's how I felt at the time. But I think since Sophia came along, <laughs> things have been interesting because there's been a lot of emotion, emotion coming mm-hmm. with that and, and stuff that's probably like we didn't really expect. We didn't really know what was good, what it was going to be like to have a newborn baby in the house, for mm-hmm. example. So I think, you know, whilst like, I, I mean, we've been we've got married in between that time. So obviously it has gone well. <laughs> um, but that's obviously thrown, a, you know, like a, a massive upheaval in yeah. terms of our life and just us as a relationship. But I don't know, I think. We've just tried really hard to be to communicate really well yeah, together. Yeah, I, I think that it's interesting because both of us probably dealt with it very differently. We've discussed that, you know, mm. before on the show, and you've you have this with with people when they come on, they say, you know, particularly guys um, deal with it maybe differently to their partners, and it's it's very interesting. But we, I think, the communication bit helped because we were able to say like well, how we felt about stuff, how we wanted to progress with things. But like Kiri said, the big thing was having a direction forward. And and actually not that long after, um, I think it was we had the initial meetings with the hospital, for example. We that day decided to go into Leamington and we passed the window of a jeweler's and we were like, we've been together for a long time. You know, why don't we go pick out a, an engagement ring? 
and and think about you know the next steps that we want to take yeah and I think that's what at each stage we've had in order to keep us moving forward and because sometimes it's really easy to get stuck in the what's going on now what you've lost in the past that kind of comes with it and I think that it's it's really hard um, if you're consumed by what goes on the grief and the strain that that puts on a relationship. And even actually, even part of that week, so I, we got engaged when I was pregnant with Sophia, but actually having the wedding to plan and like, it just meant that like our life as a couple was moving on. Yeah. Even though we had all the other stuff going on, like having a new baby, having to deal with the legal process, having to like grieve our, you know, daughter. Um, so yeah, I think in a way it's it's meant that we've been able to sort of move along together is the way I would put it. There's been times where an event, you know, birthdays and Christmases and all those events that take you back to that time and even small things that take each of you individually back to that time that, you know, make you pause, make you think. And I think that time also is important when you have those as you realise the other person's maybe struggling and you might not be, um, mm. but but giving that space and time to be able to think, okay, that's a, it's a two-way mm. thing. Relationship's not, you know, it happened to both of you ultimately as well. So, yeah, I think realising we were both in it kind of helped, definitely. Mm. It's an interesting one that actually, when, when you mention that, because especially going, uh, you know, at, at it, at, from, from the angle of a couple and a strong unit. So when you're out, maybe, you know, you, something that we all, we all do in, in a relationship, some nights you like them more than others, but it's those couples nights, isn't it? When you get around a table and you sat there, how do you find being together in a room with couples that haven't been through what you've what you've been through do you sense a, a different energy in the room if people want to talk to you about something or you might not want to do you know that whole social dynamic of just sensing something in the room and and what's that been like to deal with and this is it's, anyone can answer this by the way as well it's really interesting that you say that yeah. because last night when we went to the comedy night and there are a lot of other brief parents in mm. the room and and one of them I'd spoken to briefly for like for 5 minutes once at an event you know Lily May event and I was saying to Chris when we left, I was like, it just fit when I'm in a room with other parents that have that have lost, I just feel a sense of it's okay no no matter what I talk about. Whereas sometimes when we're in a you know, we go to friends for dinner or whatever, I almost feel like I like we might bring I, always, I don't yeah. want to like bring the tone down or make pe- other people upset. Yeah. So sometimes I kind of like, re- well, like we'll refrain from maybe talking about how we're feeling or if it's Christmas or, you know, birthdays mm. coming up, like how we are and sort of almost kind of like glaze over that or maybe mention it, but only if they bring it up kind of thing. So there's yeah, definitely okay. an element of that. But I think when it comes, like we've really found like support in other couples who've lost and, and that being together, because I think we've just been able to, just like a so, I don't know, it's yeah. just having that co- that common ground yeah, and, yeah. and that not feeling like it's just us. And you can be in a room together and still bring each other up. It doesn't necessarily mean exactly. that's the conversations you have to have. I think when mm. we lost when we lost Callie, um, Crystal, when we went to our first support group after losing Callie, we, yeah. went, we lost her in the June and went in the November. And I remember very clearly, Crystal, you said, didn't you, that it was the first time you'd felt normal. I think. Mm. Oh, really. Yeah, I think I remember saying to to Matt quite a few times after, like, we just need to find a new normal now. Like the and and that's a grieving process in itself. That actually, the life and the people and the the person that you knew of yourself and you as a couple, that that doesn't exist anymore. We you you're not the same people, and your relationship isn't the same, and the life that you had made and vision for yourself it just doesn't exist anymore 
but actually being in that room with those people who had been through, you know, the same mm. thing, child loss in whatever capacity was a, a safe space to, to just, if I want to laugh, I can laugh. If yeah. I want to talk about it, I can talk about it. And if I don't, I don't. There was a lot of groups that I went to that I didn't even really talk about Cali, but I knew that I could say anything in that room and nobody would, you know, fall off their chair in shock because quite they, they probably thought the same thing somewhere along the line anywhere. I, I know I mentioned this to, to you guys, uh, Matt and Crystal, back when you came on the conversation, but just to, just to bring it up quickly again for anyone before um, they go and listen to their full episode, because I did ask, and I'm going to ask you, Chris and Kerry, about this in a second. I asked you about the first time after your loss of Cali. When was the first time that you remember having fun together mm-hmm. again? Mm-hmm. And And I think the answer was, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was along the lines of Crystal said, "When a pigeon shit on Matt's head." <laughs> <laughs> was it? No, it wasn't that. Was it, it not was, that? Seagull. Seagull. Sorry. In Torquay. No, no. It, in Torquay. Took, took his chip. Took my chip. Oh, that was it. Yeah. It was just so we'd gone. I to wish Torquay. I was there. For okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a security footage somewhere. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> we'd gone to Torquay after Callie's funeral. Yeah. Just kind of just draw a line and and have some space and come back and kind of try and figure whatever it was out. Uh, Yeah, and we had some chips and um, this seagull just come down and Matt screamed like I've never heard anyone scream. Oh, really? a pub full of men. Can you do an impression of Matt's scream? (laughs) No. Because I know Matt won't. No, the dog will freak out. Oh, the dog will freak out. (laughs) Because I'm guessing that to a degree... Because you, you're both moving at your own pace, aren't you? So one person, one of you, uh, and it depends on where you're feeling on, on, you know, that particular time of day, on a particular day. So, you know, is one person ready to move on yeah. before the other person and how how you deal with that between you as as that dynamic? Kerry and Chris, same question to you, uh, to you both. Do you remember the first time that you, you remember having or acknowledging the fact that it was okay to to enjoy, you know, have a smile, have a laugh. Yeah, the la- the laughing is really interesting because I've met um, I met another um, per- we met another couple basically on our journey, and um, they had a similar experience to us. But we were at Chris's parents, and it w- it must have only been like a week after, maybe maybe two oh, weeks wow. after. Okay. Um, and we were talking about something, and we all just like absolutely like just broke out in laughter and that's the first time that I and but and it was weird because like hysterical laughter okay and obviously you're like in the in the deepest despair yeah. of like grief and to laugh feels like almost insensitive which is ridiculous and I was like say, now how we did know you, that's not the case how but, did you like, remember feeling I just about remember, that, like yeah. us all laughing together and I think we were even talking about Amelia it was like something about her that we but like we weren't laughing at her obviously but like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was something we were laughing at um and it just and at that moment in time I just, it just felt so it felt like such a nice release mm. um but similar probably um to Matt and Crystal we also went away to Bath didn't we not long after um, Amelia's funeral and mm. that was nice but I, I don't feel like we in, I, nec- I didn't really enjoy it. I, it we were just going through the motions if yeah. that makes sense we went, I think that the most bizarre one was when we went away was it where did we go walking? the Peak District Peak District and yeah. uh, and it wasn't that long after you'd had your C-section. we hadn't even had the funeral so we yeah mm. and, and we were so Kiri's a very determined person and we found a route we were going to go walking I mean this was like a 
not even a month afterwards was it, no, what, it was five weeks i think a couple of yeah a few weeks afterwards anyway and um we took the dog uh, as a dog here and i and we took this walk and this walk took us you know nicely meandering past the pub great and then all of a sudden it took us up like a little path and the path went to a stream and I swear the stream started to go into a river. And all I remember is Kiri like clambering up, right? And I'm like, she's like not that far post after C-section, just clambering up, just looking at her, just going, I just turned around and think we were laughing at each other. That's how ridiculous this idea was. Brilliant. That we were going to go and take this stupid walk after It was almost like a waterfall, wasn't it? It was we also... Like, <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. But yeah, that was... But also, that all feels like a really like cloudy time is the only way to describe it. It all yeah, feels like sense. all that time sort of merged into one. But, but you've got to do it though, we haven't just, you? We, just, you we didn't feel bad about feeling okay yeah. in times. And I think that that really got yeah. us through it. Well, that's the point I'm getting at. For, for anyone listening who maybe is apprehensive about, you know, the... And obviously, I can't speak on this from experience. So just the, maybe a mental block of... I'm, you know, feeling bad about moving on or being al- allowed to let some joy into your life. And just seeing your faces when you, you were saying that story then. Ironically, there's, there's this, it, there seems to be a lot of walking stories with relationships yeah. shortly after you, because you had it. And obviously one that sticks out is Matt and Crystal when Matt took Crystal, I think, to the field next to an airport. <laughs> And 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 it wasn't uh, Crystal was still a bit of a state, I believe, back then. And you were marching her across this thing. Yeah. yeah, I had my, I still had my socks on. You know those socks you have to wear after you. Socks, yeah. yeah. And it was like June, so it was bake. It was so hot. It was only so, six, so six days after. Like that was normally right. hot, and it yeah, I had that on. I had a maxi dress on. Obviously, I'd had my section, um, my my. Uh, compression socks and um sandals on and i just and obviously i was just crying constantly yeah. and I, I, I it must have looked like matt had kidnapped me or something <laughs> <laughs> on this wall but nobody nobody said anything either and i just think if i had seen that i'd have been like has he stolen you from <laughs> Highcroft hospital i like the fact that the, the the main part of this story is crystal's a little bit annoyed at the fact that no one said anything <laughs> <laughs> I went to like out yeah. so many times and I would just be sitting so, like with yeah. tears just streaming down and no, no one ever anything. asked me if you're okay. <laughs> that's not nobody okay asks. is it <laughs> nobody asks I mean I like I remember going into Asda and a baby cried and I absolutely freaked out and I just ran and Matt ran after me and now looking back like these are the things that it, it, it was so traumatic and even now like sometimes that happens and it catches me off guard but people must have thought What's happened? Like, why is he chasing her out of Asda? <laughs> yeah, and there are the times that you remember and you kind of laugh back on at the time. They're not definitely not the times that you think. But like Dan, yeah. like you said, Dan, I think yeah. going and getting away from the situation, mm. I think, is maybe a, a, the theme there in that sense. For us, it was getting away from the space, the area, the familiarity. And I think sometimes you, you know, you need that, and and it separates from you from remembering what it's like to be you as a as a mm. couple. Yes. not around what's going on and whilst things yeah. are you know. I think, I think that's, that's a common theme as well we found with people that we met that they all wanted to go on ho- away on holiday somewhere just away from everything and that really helped us mm-hmm. I think I think that's a great line what you just said um, remembering what it's like to be as a couple still yeah Ryan <laughs> where are you with all this? <laughs> I can remember the first time that we both laughed and I mean belly laughed yeah but and this is going to sound horrible <laughs> Come on. We both belly laughed at the expense of somebody else's pain. <laughs> right. But it wasn't in 
in regard to the type of pain that we were going through, this was... A physical pain? Um, like yeah. when someone stubs a yeah. toe and they start hopping? Yeah. But it was... <laughs> it on. was after, after Lily's funeral. Yeah. Um, and it snowed on Lily's funeral. And we all ended up going from the wake and there was probably about, I don't know, about 20 of us. We went for a curry. And at the time, we were raising money for Sands National Charity. Yeah. And my friend Chris, who... Chris is one of the... Not, not, he's nothing like Chris here. Yeah, okay. Right? Chris is one of these people that... If you say jump, he'll say how high, but then he'll also jump higher. He's one of these okay. type of people, yeah? So, because we'd gone for this curry, he basically said, right, if everybody donates £10 each to Sands, I'll eat a fowl. Eat a what? A fowl. The, hot, the uh, hottest curry. The hottest oh, okay. Curry, right? So we were like, yeah, go on then. Cool. So we... <laughs> I bet because Ethel probably didn't think you were going to do it. Maybe. No, no. So we all put the, all we all put the money in on the table and what they bring with the fowl is two pints of milk. Oh, that's the... Yeah, that's Because it's, it's that yeah, hot. yeah. <laughs> I can see where and this is going. Amy basically just drank his milk. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. just drank the milk Brilliant. because she thought it was hilarious. And yeah. then the other one, she just sat there with a tongue in the milk. Oh. And then drank the milk. And I can just remember <laughs> the belly laugh of that. And that was that was the day of okay. Lily's funeral. Yeah. That was that's the first time that I remember. We really were... belly laughing, but then we went away the day after the same again, way... like everyone else. We went to Germany. Well, did you catch yourself being wary, considering the day it was? Like you said, it was the wake, it was the funeral of. Oh, I'm laughing here. Did it? Do you uh... remember how you felt about the emotion? I ain't got a clue. Yeah. It was 14 years ago. I can't remember what I did yesterday, let alone. <laughs> I felt like in that those no, okay. moments of like extreme feelings, no matter what. Yeah. You like that's why you kind of get that extreme like belly laughing, which we had as mm. well because yeah. it's a release, already, isn't it? You're already like feeling an extreme. I don't know. It's like the opposite of what you're feeling. I don't know. It just yeah. felt everything was heightened. Everything. Yeah. You know, every feeling that we had was heightened. I've, I've written, yeah. yeah, I completely agree yeah. with you, Kiri. I think it's like when you when you're pregnant and things are heightened, sense of smell, you know, taste, things like that. It's very similar when you're in grief; everything's heightened around yeah. you. So you immediately, I always remember actually after we'd lost Lily, you'd go shopping or you'd go around the, the supermarket or what have you, and all of a sudden all you're seeing is pregnant women. Yeah, mm. and it it's things it's weird like that. Old, you just yeah. your senses yeah. are heightened to everything that's going on around you. And, and it's, it would have been as many before, but yeah, exactly, yeah, because you... It, exactly, and, but it's yeah. the one thing you spot. It's like you only notice red lights on the roads when you're late. And yeah. if you, yeah, we've, yeah it's, it's strange the way your mind just switches to those to yeah. those things, isn't it? But I think, it, I mean, yeah. going back to it, I don't... I think just seeing him in that much pain <laughs> through eating the hottest curry and Amy drinking his milk, did, did, it did, was just like, it, it just... Did he eat it? Oh, he ate it. I mean, he's one of those people, so like, you know, he, fair play to him, you know, he's, he is, he's, and he's got a heart of gold as well. So I know he had the, in, the intentions of doing it was yeah, yeah. For, to raise money, obviously. But that was Brilliant. the first time that we really, really did belly laugh. But one thing I like about all three of these examples from you guys is, is the, the recall of the memory. Like you said, you don't remember much because it's 14 years ago, but you remember everything about that particular yeah. moment yeah, yeah. because it's ingrained, isn't it? Mm. Valentine's, like we said at the start, you don't really celebrate Valentine's as as a day, 
but you're, you know, as as couples, it's good to see. Obviously, we're not joined by by Amy Ryan's wife tonight, but she's been on before as well. We've uh, stick that description uh, into, sorry, stick that link into the description. But uh, and a question for all of you again: Did it feel that you had to? Because obviously, you'd met, you'd got to know each other, you'd fallen in love, and all of that, as relationships do, you have your tragedy, you have your loss. Was there an element of you have to meet again because of personality changes or fall in love with each other again? I know relationships evolve naturally over time, but was there something of that you, you really had to put that effort in to make sure? Because, you know, you, you are, like, you, like Crystal said, the new, what's the new normal? And there's, there's changes. So how did you... I can probably word this better. But did you have to fall in love with each other again? Or was that... I think, I think me and Crystal... Did. I think we had to. I think it it happens. It's a weird word to say, but I think it happens naturally that you have to because ultimately, like this tragedy is like life changing. Yeah, absolutely life changing, and it's something that you don't think is going to happen. Then it does happen, and then so you know, just to put a context, bit of context around it for people who don't know, I'm sure they probably do by now. If they don't, me and Crystal had our wedding in the same church as Callie's funeral, and that was um, 13 months prior to it. So mm. like 13 months after our happiest day saying, of yeah. our life, we're having the saddest day of our life. And you were you, you see, but also you see each other at the lowest possible absolutely point that you will right. ever be at. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So you've seen you, you have to get to know somebody from that from that, you know, perspective yeah. because you've seen somebody at their very very lowest mm. point, and even though you expect as a when you go into a relationship, whether that's marriage, whether it's pre-marriage, whatever that mm. may be, and it's going to be a long-term thing mm. that there are going to be times where you're going to see each other at low points if it includes a death of a family yeah, member yeah. or something like that but yeah. i think the difference with this is that you are both seeing each other at your lowest points both at exactly the same yeah. time and i think also at times it's hard not to compare against each other mm. because you're constantly it's a it's a constant yeah for a, <coughs> that's for a interesting period yeah. of time it's a constant. So you're comparing. Am I? Am I going mad? Or you know? And it, it does. Obviously, there's no. It's not a competition. No, but it's a natural thought, but it's isn't it? It's a natural yeah. thought, and because you see each other at that lowest point, I actually. I mean, again, it brought me and Amy a lot closer at, at that time, and I've spoken to lots of people where it's brought them closer, and then sadly, some people just haven't been able to. You know, progress with with their relationships. Mm. Sorry, following that, and they've gone their separate ways, but yeah. then. You know, there's others who are stronger because there is a bond there that yeah. no one really is ever going to... Under, well, no one I mean, will understand unless they've been through it Well, themselves. look at the stats for, for marriages in general, relationships in general. So it's, it's hard enough anyway, with just with general pressures of life, you know, careers, jobs, families. And then you have this on top of it. And then, as you said there, Ryan, and you might not be in a position yourself to even have the energy or just want to do anything to help at a particular moment. And I imagine the effort to, to do that for what you guys, to, to make sure that you still move forward and be able to tell the stories that you have done on, on this special episode. I it's think, a testament. I think we tag teamed it, Crystal, didn't we really, I suppose, if you look at it. And I think also, like, mm. in the, to kind of flip it on its head a little bit, you, you are getting to know each other again and, and falling in love again. But I think there's elements of that, uh, 
kind of from my perspective that Matt, I wasn't able to reflect in the moment and it's taken me a really long time to be able to do this, but to look back and go, actually, what Matt did for me immediately after and in the years after that showed me a side of Matt that I didn't know before. I didn't know that... I know that Matt's caring and I know that he's loving and all of that, but actually to that extreme Mm. where he literally cared for me that I probably would never have seen that. Um, And I've been through loss before as, as a child and, you know, of, of, of my mom and that, that experience was very different. Whereas Matt has never been through a significant loss. He lost his granddad, but in terms of like, you know, a parent or anything. He hasn't experienced that yet. So to be able to step up to the plate whilst also going through it and show that side of him was now I'm able to see that and be like, do you know yeah. what? That's a quality I want in a partner. And mm. um, that's beautiful. You know, and now that we've got Etta, for Etta to be able to see the way that he cares and, and provides for his family, it's... Oh. It, it, it's a it's a double edged sword, isn't it? I think sometimes. It's, you, you all right, that's enough. That's yeah, enough yeah. blowing smoke it's, up his ass, Crystal. That's I enough. Only do it once a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, st- he started blowing smoke rings. Yeah. <laughs> there was about halfway. Through. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful thing to say, but I, I noticed about halfway through. About halfway through that, I mean, Matt's pretty tall anyway, but he puffed his chest out, leaned back in his chair. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Bloody that smoke man. alarms are going to go off in that's here it. in a minute. But no, 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 that's it. No. That's... <laughs> but, so, oh, thank you. That's very nice. Oh, that's so nice. interesting. I, I that's such yeah. a lot, a good way to put it as well, Crystal. Because I think that that's what happened with us as well. Like to have someone care for you, like mm. physically, even like I, like you said, there's no other time unless you were poorly that you know someone would do that. And when when you see them in their grief. And same for Chris, like he was, you know, we've been there to support each other, but he, I feel like he definitely supported me more than I've done for him. Um, and like you said, that's definitely something that I want in a partner. So that's probably why we did become so much closer in that time. Oh, that's brilliant. I think that's, um, that's a great... Yeah, can go we on, just man. find a pay me? <laughs> Is that why Amy's not joined us? Because you know she'd have to answer that question. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you just pretend to be Amy. She's going to hear it. She's going to hear the episode. <laughs> so. Fucking hell. If I'd have known it was blow smoke up people's arses day, I'd have fucking brought her in. Fucking Ada. Dan, can you give me some positives? Thank you. Um, yeah, fuck off. No. Oh, you. Yeah. I'll, I'll say something nice about Ryan. I remember when we did, when we did, yeah, when we did one of our wolf runs. Um, yeah. that we're doing the mud piss and shit run that we've all oh, done yeah. together a few times now and there, there was the the last one that we did actually when I hurt my my knee it was quite early on into the race and I, I was really struggling I, I just about managed to finish it and I just remember Ryan and the compassion that he gave because at one point um, he just told me to fix the fuck up and ran off <laughs> 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 yeah, but that's him, Kit. That's 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 what he. You got to the end, though. Didn't I did. You? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. If you hadn't run off, then you wouldn't have followed. Exactly. Him. Positive, oh, you know. positive mental attitude. Bit, bit of tough love, wasn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> so for anyone, anyone listening, uh, that you know, especially this time of year and relationships, I mean, we know they're, they're tough at the best of times. But hopefully, that's that's given you some some reference and. 
and uh, hopefully giving you some comfort as well as uh, whatever stage that you're at. And if you would like to reach out, obviously Lily May Foundation is here. You can follow the Still Parents podcast. And um, well, obviously it's up to these guys, but Chris, Kerry if, uh, and, and Crystal, if they, if anyone ever wanted to, to reach out to you guys, would that be all right as well? And you can give them a... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. So we'll put their details for socials and on the description as well. So with that in mind, I'll let Chris Curry go and enjoy your, your Valentine's. You're already there in your, in, in your room together. Is that, <laughs> is that your living room you're in? No. I know, you awesome. just made it sound like they were in there. <laughs> no, I know he did. Yeah. That was really creepy. <laughs> well, you can't it's see. It's in the, the boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> that Dan's setting, it, setting one up there. And uh, yeah, uh, but Matt's on his way home to see Crystal. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure what Ryan's going to do. <laughs> I'm going to go and uh, write down some things that, well, <laughs> yeah. I can blow smoke up my own ass, I suppose. <laughs> I would pay to watch that. I would die, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably not in hindsight. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone. This is the Still Parents Podcast, and we will be back very, very soon. Take care. See you guys. <laughs>